early days of the American frontier, people relied on steam engines to transport them through wild landscapes to spectacular new places. In this current era, we have something that allows for an even greater adventure, the search engine. So make sure you grab your ticket, because we're going on a first-class ride across the web. Hey JJ, have you ever wondered why we're actually here, or what it really means to be human? I have periodically, but lately I've been thinking more about Dreamcatchers. I'm not sure why Dreamcatchers really has popped up inside of my mind lately, but I have been dreaming quite a bit. So, and I have had a few nightmares. I'm not gonna lie, a couple of nightmares have been creeping in there. Um, I think it's because I've been reading a lot of Stephen King lately. <laughs> Creepy dude. Uh, <laughs> but what about Dreamcatchers? What is the history of them? Why do they exist? Uh, I think I know a little bit, but I'm curious what you know, Patrick. Do you know anything about Dreamcatchers? I don't know. I, are they made to prevent bad dreams? Do they like catch the bad dreams, or do they catch the good dreams and make you have those? I believe that the netting that's inside of a Dreamcatcher is specifically to catch bad dreams i think the thought is that good dreams would like not get stuck with inside of the 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 netting well i'm looking for a word uh, it's not a spell but there's some kind of thing that they do i think to a dream catcher like an official one to try and make it catch a catch a bad dream do you know what i'm talking about a blessing almost they bless it you know what i'm talking about yeah i i get uh, what you're saying i don't know what it would be called I, I, yeah, I feel like like maybe blessing a dream catcher so that it would allow good dreams to go through and then catch bad dreams. Mm. Also, let's think. Uh, let's. I have a picture of a dream catcher just in my mind right now. Um, let's try to describe it and think of what we think a dream catcher is. How would you describe a dream catcher for someone who's never seen one or has no idea what we're talking about? Uh, circular ring, usually made out of wood, with mm-hmm. some string crisscrossing through it probably i don't know maybe 10 times or so to create a pattern in there which kind of has a yeah another smaller circle on the inside or is that some shape i like think that's that. a good dreams to go through or something like mm-hmm. that and then uh hanging off of it is are some uh feathers and other beads and various things at least the ones i've seen I'm not sure what yeah. else there is to it do you think that each part has a specific role or something that it contributes to a dream? Culture? I would guess so. I f- yeah, I, I feel like a lot of I've... them have feathers. What do you, What do you think that would be for? Do you think there's some know. god of dreams or something that I don't know protects you at night or gathers good dreams? I don't know. Potentially. Also, just the first dream catcher that I pictured, I feel like it's white. Hmm. The color that you had, did you have white in your head, or what? What were you thinking? I don't know. I was thinking definitely brown, like brown wood for the circle. Like almost a wicker basket type yeah, thing yeah. then? Okay. But I don't know about the, the string. I was thinking more of like a, almost like cowhide type of string. I don't know why I was thinking that. Wow. <laughs> You're going all natural. Yeah. Organic wind, uh, dream catcher. I mean, <laughs> I don't know how many like synthetic fibers were really around back in the day so i i'd imagine that's <laughs> yeah was true a, was available and or maybe most like different grasses like hay yeah. or something maybe some like prairie flowers or something i don't know i feel like that sounds yeah. nice i i feel like i've also i'm picturing 
when you said just a circular dream catcher, I've seen ones that have like two circles that kind of like intersect each other hmm. and have like type of a, a fancier weave pattern on the inside. Maybe that's for extra good luck on those dreams or something. Yeah, or maybe that's a, a modern version. It almost sounds like a, a wind chime. Yeah, that's it, it. I don't know. It pretty much is a silent wind chime that sits on your bed or sits on the, the, the ceiling. I've heard, and I don't know if this is superstition, but I remember as a child my mother telling me that it was bad luck to touch a wind chime. Like, there's a certain string you use to, like, hang it up, but once it's hung, you're not supposed to touch, like, the strings or anything like that because it could uh, take away some powers or something like that. I don't know if there's some... If that applies to dream catchers. (laughs) Yeah, maybe. I don't know. You can't touch the strings. I think the strings are the sacred piece. Hmm. Yeah, you'll you'll ruin whatever charm was put on it, maybe. Potentially. So do you just hang it over your head at night? Or where? Just somewhere in the bedroom? Yeah, I idea? think somewhere in the bedroom. I, I feel like it'd be... I feel like it would make sense to hang it over where your head would rest. If it's supposed to catch the bad dreams and let the good ones fall. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to assume that you would hang it directly up above the bed. Do you think the more you have, the more power you got? <laughs> or is it just one? Do you think you just need one? I feel like you just need one. It, having too many would be an excess. I'm just really curious yeah. on how it got started. I want to say uh, that's another thing that I feel like I know. I believe that was a Native American tradition. I'm trying to think of the tribe that started it. Um, but why does it look the way it does? And why do I, we picture the same thing? Like, why... I don't know. Why were there not really any other variations on it? I don't really know. I, I think that was maybe something that was a little bit more unique to Native Americans is I feel like uh, a culture that wasn't too long ago. I think they're just a little bit more spiritual than most of the other, I don't know, surrounding cultures at the time. And maybe because it was so different and so unique, some of their traditions were kind of just passed down due to interest from colonists yeah that'd be my guess and i think the reason why i have that image specifically is because i did have a handful of dream catchers growing up and so i think maybe that's why i'm thinking of the white color dream catcher Mm -hmm. but it is interesting that i i we definitely both were thinking beads and feathers for sure and i don't know if that's just due to any sort of it being native american but i don't know if there's really any specific design that a dream catcher needs to follow when do you think it uh when do you think it started? What year? Do you think there's a there's a record of the first dream catcher? I feel like it probably it's got to predate European, so I don't know. Maybe I, I have no idea what tribe <laughs> or anything created it, so I I don't have any sort of good guess on this. Maybe fifteen hundred. Fifteen hundred? Not bad. Uh, throw out a tribe. What do you think? I have no idea. I couldn't even give you a reasonable guess, honestly. Yeah. What about you? Uh, I'll agree with time area era. I'm going to say like 15, uh, 76 specifically, oh. uh, fall, fall 1576, <laughs> <laughs> uh, full moon for sure. And I don't know, tribe. I'm, I'm trying to think of some really popular tribes that were around that time back in the day, but I, I, I do not. History was not my best subject. <laughs> so boom, there it is. All right, shall we uh, finally dive deep into yeah. it? Okay. History of dream catchers. Ah, the hoop around it is usually made of willow from a willow tree. Ooh, 
I like that. Willow trees are actually some of my favorite trees. What type is it? Is it the like the bark or the leaves, the 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 flesh? Uh, it says it's the hoop, so I would guess it's a branch. Okay. Used. May- it looks like it's from the Ojibwa tribe. Ah. Wait, what? This okay, I we're gonna have to look into this. It says dream catchers became widely adopted by Native Americans in the nineteen sixties and nineteen seventies as a result of the Pan Indian movement. I think that's when it got it's, adopted for like pop culture. Yeah, okay. Yeah, that's when that's the name Dreamcatcher was published in mainstream non-native media. Oh, okay, 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 okay. Believe the Dreamcatchers originated with holy god, Asi Baikashi. Asi Baikashi, who was known as the Spider Woman. Uh she was a custodian of all the infants and the adults. And it became a difficult task for her to take care of all the Ojibwa people as they started spreading geographically uh, throughout North America. And so women of the Ojibwa tribe were in charge of weaving the magical webs for newborn infants. And this uh, was basically used as a charm uh, of protection against any, uh, any sort of harm that may be present around that place or time. I want to know more about this spider woman. Asi by Kashi. It's going to be the best uh, pronunciation. I'm gonna give As you. usual. Oh, shit. There's a, it says that I can get a pronunciation thing right here. Should we, should we play it here for the people? Howtopronounce.com. Before I play it, Asi by Kashi. That's going to be my best uh, thing. Hey, let's hear it. That was pretty close. Did you hear that? Asi by Kashi? Yeah. That ain't bad. That ain't bad. Pretty interesting spelling. It's quite wild. Yeah, and also, it looks like each part of a dream catcher does have specific meanings tied to the physical world. Oh, all right, this is something different. It just says that like the round shape of a dream catcher represents Earth's physical shape and that the web of the string is used to absorb terrible dreams at night and discharges them during the day and that the feathers that are hanging down in bees below allow act, or act as ladders allowing good dreams to descend to an infant or adult who is sleeping. So it does catch the the bad dreams. Okay. Yep, keeps it keeps the bad ones. It's interesting that it holds it all night and then dispels it in the day. I wonder if that's what um why the string was sacred and not and my mother told me not to touch the string. Yeah, you might release all the the bad dreams. The the bad Yeah, yeah. And then, then I don't know. Then maybe they'll just linger around the the room until until they get you at night. Almost like uh vampires. Like once the daylight comes out then they'll they'll die. <laughs> there it is. So I wonder if there are other cultures that had any sort of tricks to have good dreams cuz this is very interesting. I feel like everyone for the most part dreams. So I wonder if any yeah. other people came up with ideas on how to keep away the bad dreams. I don't know. That'd be very interesting to look into. Oh, okay. So there's even more. This is even more in depth. So the beads are sp- are, are representing spiders that are in the web, and that the the hanging beads represent good dreams that are currently trapped during the night, and that will fall due to the feathers reaching down. I thought for a second they were going to be the bad ones, but I mean the Asibakashi lady was the spider woman. We're going to learn more about her momentarily. It looks like that dream catchers were traditionally used to help protect children from bad dreams. It looks like yeah, it wasn't really think, used for adults as much. 
Yeah, I, I think it was just from a child to like a teenager, and then maybe grew out of it, and they they just hold on to the same Dreamcatcher. But I don't really know. I, I knew it was mainly for children than anything. I mean, that's what uh, just a couple of minutes ago I said that uh, uh, women would uh, create Dreamcatchers for newborn infants. Mm-hmm. That's interesting. Do you think that as an adult you're just immune to bad dreams? Like, why why do adults not get protection? I think. Uh, I don't know, maybe just children need more protection due to innocence and trying to preserve that. And also just uh, as you grow older, uh, you're less in danger from harm, I feel like. Like the older you are, the more capable. Mm-hmm. Uh, placement, though, is something we were talking about. And primary placement is around the bed. So obviously, ideally hold those dreams and then drop them down for when you are sleeping. But other... Uh, places that are equally as important would be doors and windows. So entry points of energy that somehow bad vibes or anything like that could get in through like front doors or windows could be stopped here by placing a dream catcher and keep the entire room intact with good energy. Hmm. Something different. I'm seeing that I was pretty close. I think I said there were like 10 crisscrosses was my guess, but there are eight, uh, which go with the eight legs of a spider so there are eight points oh. on the hoop where the They're all over the spider leg. web attaches yeah yeah because i guess that was the the spider woman was supposed to help protect all of those who lived on turtle island so and then after everyone moved away then the spider woman tried to inspire other females to help make these dream catchers and spread the protection to everybody as you mentioned turtle island i would have never thought it was spider based although no. it does look like a it web makes sense. kind of yeah <laughs> uh a very common story that was passed down about the origin of dream catchers is the legend of the spider and the grandmother and it's an ancient native american tale talking about an older grandmother uh was watching a spider because uh, the grandmother it, the spider was near her usual sleeping spot and she watched the spider for days as it spun its web, and apparently her child or her grandchild came in and saw the spider and picked up a rock and was going to crush it, but the grandmother stopped him and he asked her why, and the grandmother just smiled. And then after the boy left the room, thinking nothing of it, the spider spoke to the grandmother, <laughs> who had been watching him spin his web, and to thank uh, her for saving his life, he said he would give her a gift, and he taught her how to spin a web and said to hang it up inside of uh, bedrooms to be able to capture bad dreams and only allow good dreams that would come to those that would remember uh, her kindness. Ah. And that is just one explanation, which I kind of thought was pretty cute. Yeah, I like that. Almost like a Charlotte's Web type of story. Yeah, yeah. Maybe that's what Charlotte's Web is all about, actually. I'm seeing that another culture that was really big into dreams was ancient Egypt. And that, that makes sense. They would, of course. Yeah. Yeah. Bringing it all back to Egypt, as we always do. Of course. But <laughs> they often had, or they believed that dreams had the ability to foretell the future and offer advice. And they usually had rituals around their dreams. And in some cases, they would actually bring their dreams to a special oracle, which I don't know how you really bring a dream, but maybe you just talk to them about it. it. And uh, that oracle would study it and then go to sleep and have a dream about their dream in order to interpret it. First 
time of inception, I guess. Yeah, I was going to say, that's some Dreamception stuff right there. <laughs> Dude, there's so many different stories about Dreamcatchers, actually. It's getting very interesting. So another tribe that became very interested later on about Dreamcatchers is the Lakota tribe. And their story of it is there is a individual who is a great trickster and teacher of wisdom named Iktomi. And he appeared in front of a spiritual leader as a spider. And they had a conversation where a spider picked up the willow hoop uh, that had feathers and beads on it and began to spin a web. And he and the elder talked about the cycles of life and how when they begin as infants, um, they are they need to be taken care of and then they go into childhood and then an adult. And as they enter their old age, so kind of completing the circle of life towards the top, they need to be taken care of sort of like a child. And that's how it completes the circle of life. Um, and we talked about good and bad forces that kind of disappear in the natural world. And when they finish speaking, the web was completely finished and these uh, Iktomi said to hang uh, the web up above his bed and teaches people about um, just the cycle of life. And the dream catcher was basically used because it holds the destiny of the future. And so if you hung it up above your bed, it, the good and bad dreams or intuitions that kind of just like go throughout life are what are kept in it. So the string would keep all of the good intentions and the bad uh, energies pretty much would fall through the hole hmm. and so they would be held on through the night and as the mind of the sleeper was beginning to wake here all of the uh, good energies and good intentions would fall into the mind of the awakening person so that he could follow his dream for that day which is pretty fun i like that one a lot yeah that's interesting that it's almost the opposite function where you catch the good dreams so they can almost be saved instead of catching the bad dreams to prevent them yeah. getting to somebody. Yeah. It's very interesting to see different terp- uh, interpretations from literal tribes that, I mean, it was all passed down through oral stories and whatnot. So mm. very interesting to see how one tribe took it from the other. Something that aren't quite dream catchers, but seem to be something kind of similar is in Guatemala, it was traditional to give children worry dolls, which were little dolls made out of, it looks like, some sort of string or yarn. And the child would tell their worries to the dolls before going to sleep, and the dolls would then take care of those worries during the night so the the child didn't have to worry about it while it slumbered. I like that. I think I need a worry doll. Yeah, they're kind of cute. Is it off of a specific animal, or is there just a general image that it looks like uh it just looks like a a person but i don't know i can't find exactly what it's made out of it looks like i don't know just typical string or yarn just a regular doll okay i see there's a bit more to that story there's kind of two legends that go with the guatemalan worry dolls one which is referring to the Mayan princess named Luxmacain. I have no idea how that's pronounced. Definitely not Luke's as McCain. close as your Luxmacain. <laughs> it's it <laughs> starts with L X. I have no idea how to even pronounce that. But oh. uh, the which was a a Mayan princess that 
received a special gift from the sun god that allowed her to solve any problem that a human could worry about, and that this doll represents the princess in all of her wisdom and was able to then pass that on to children and also solve any problems that they may be worrying about. And then traditionally, it would be placed under their pillow at night, and then by the mornings, the dolls would have gifted them with the knowledge in order to eliminate any sort of worries that they might have. And they're made from from wire and yarn, and then any sort of other textile leftovers that they had. I was I'm now interested in other cultural ways of uh basically what you're looking up cultural ways of like protecting dreams. Um I didn't quite find it just yet, but uh just some interesting facts that I found is that uh in Japan it is believed that if you can't sleep at night, it's because you are awake in somebody else's dream, which I thought was a pretty fascinating thought. And then Japanese also believe that the first dream you have in the new year, known as Hatsuyumi, is foretelling of your luck over the next year. So I'm going to really try and pay attention here to the, I mean, still half a year away, <laughs> but we're going to have to re-listen to this. The New Year's remember Dream. remember that first dream. Yeah. The New Year's Dream. But then you got to go to some sort of sleep interpreter to even know what it means. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I know the last time we talked about our dream episode, you said you didn't dream too often. Has that uh, has that changed at all lately? Uh, You've been dreaming more so, you think? I feel like I've dreamed slightly more, but that's only because I've dreamed maybe a handful of times. So not okay. really. Yeah. All right. What about you? I don't know. It's kind of the exact same as last time. If I get a certain amount of hours of sleep, uh, I like guarantee that I'm going to dream. But if I fall short of that, I feel like I, I I could potentially dream. I just don't remember it when I wake up. Have you practiced any sort of, oh, what is it even called again? Oh, lucid, lucid dreaming. dreaming? Yeah. No, I fell off the wagon on that one here because there was, I mean, after a handful of times of nothing, you just get kind of disappointed. Yeah. I have not. We're going to have to go back into some more lucid dreaming practices, see if we can't do something about it. Oh, I, uh. Well, I mean, while we're still on dream catchers here, I'm going to look up if it's bad to touch the string of a dream catcher. Hmm. Why is this so hard to find an answer? <laughs> it's bothering me. Dream catchers, myths and truths. Oh, wow. That's a huge dream catcher. I literally can't find anything. <laughs> the, only <laughs> the only thing I found is this, like, this, like, question forum thing. And it says, is it bad if you touch a dream catcher? <laughs> is it bad luck? And this person said, yes, if you if you touch a dream catcher at night, it's bad luck. I know from personal experience. Oh, no. <laughs> dun, dun, dun. I guess they trapped too many bad dreams in there and then got it transferred to them or something. But it's interesting that they said at night. That's something I wouldn't have thought about. Is it matter when you touch a dream catcher? Well, because supposedly in one of the stories the bad dreams are supposed to go away when the yeah, morning yeah. comes i know that's why i just uh, i i still didn't even after that think that maybe touching it during the day would be okay but nighttime would be all right or bad oh this place is talking about the it's essential where you hang it it says where you hang it inside of your house you want the early sun rays and the early mornings to be able to touch it immediately hmm. get rid of those bad dreams as quick as possible yeah before you even wake yeah, you wouldn't but want to no wake one answers up and if it's hit your head on it or something. I know. Then they'll just fucking fall all over you <laughs> like spiders and they'll crawl on you. 
<laughs> Does my dream catcher give me nightmares? Oh no. Uh oh, they got a bad they one. They put it on backwards. Shit. How to dispose of a dream catcher? <laughs> yeah, I guess uh we should look into it. When you become an adult, like back in like Native American times, did you have to get rid of your dream catcher or did you keep it around? We never really answered that. It says it's mainly for children. Oh. So it says since dream catchers were originally made of willow and sinew, that they were not meant to last forever, but are intended to dry out and slowly collapse as a child enters the age of wonderment. Ah. So your dream catcher should naturally just fall apart, break hmm. as you age as well, and that kind of is like a, a small symbol of aging into uh, adulthood, which is kind of cute. I like that. But then you're like, shit, no more good dreams for me, no more protection. <laughs> No one's telling me whether or not I'm supposed to touch this here at day or night. If anybody listens to this episode and knows a thing or two about about dream catchers, please reach out to us and then and, and answer this question for us, please. Because I I can't find anything. We have pretty fun uh, videos trying to trying to make a, a dream catcher. We've got a, a bunch of examples here. I feel like it would turn out really shittily though. <laughs> Wouldn't even catch any dreams. Yeah, that's true. It's only for the looks, I guess. <laughs> I'm not finding a lot of cultures who had items to help protect them from dreams, but one thing I am seeing is that a lot of cultures had stories behind sleep paralysis where Canadian Eskimos attributed sleep paralysis to spells of shamans who hindered people's ability to move and provoked hallucinations of a shapeless presence uh, in Japan. Sleep paralysis was thought to be from a vengeful spirit who suffocates his enemies while sleeping. And then in Nigeria, it's thought to be from a female demon who attacked during dreaming and provoked the paralysis. (laughs) I don't like that one. (laughs) And then there's also one in Brazil. There's apparently a character from Brazilian folklore named Pisa Diera who is described as a long-fingernailed being who lurks on roofs at night and tramples on the chest of those who sleep on a full stomach with the belly up. There it is. So don't don't fall asleep on your back, I guess. I, I can't. I literally, I, I cannot remember the last time I've fallen asleep like that. Really? I, I always lay on my side. Huh. I feel like I usually fall asleep on my back and then I'll wake up on my side. No, I I just can't fall asleep on my back, and I don't know why. I I have to. Be, I don't move around too much. I feel like when I, when I uh, when I sleep, either I'll. It, it depends on whether or not I wake up throughout the, uh, throughout the night as well. I feel like I, I wake up at least once or twice throughout the night, and then go back to sleep. Oh, that's another thing. Right before we finish, I have one more thing. Do dream catchers need to be blessed? Oh, uh, like back in one. the day, or is it, uh, or is it like once it's made, it's good to go? Ooh, they use the word cleansed, not blessed. Oh, this is, what the fuck? This is talking about how it's a blessed one. I want to know traditionally. I'm seeing that most of the authentic dream catchers are actually very small and that the giant sizes are kind of a modern interpretation of a traditional one. Usually they were only a couple inches across. I mean, dreams aren't very big. I don't think we'd have to. Yeah, you don't want the... The hole's too you big. Wanna... Otherwise, the bad dreams. Yeah, it wouldn't catch shit. <laughs> yeah, jeez. So are bad dreams bigger than small dreams? Is that why they get caught? <laughs> I would say it probably has more emotion. 
more more spiritual substance to it. So I, I would I, I would say I would say bad dreams are heavier hmm. or larger. Just from my interpretation. I don't know if they bless it. I'm not seeing anything about them blessing. I think just the act maybe of creating it from scratch back in the day was kind of acting as a as a blessing, as a just kind act that you're doing for the child itself because it can't protect itself. Yeah. And it was it was made by usually the child's mother and grandmother, so it seems yeah. like it would have some sort of maternal spiritual, yeah, power to protect their kid, I guess. A natural blessing. That just happens to come with uh, with the creation of it. How wonderful. Any other thoughts or questions, my dear bud? I don't think so. I think we kind of got to what they are. Yep. We wrapped up here on the Dreamcatchers. We can't Expelled all the bad vibes. Like the circle of life. <laughs> like the willow hoop. Like everything. <laughs> Hope you guys had a good time. Thank you for listening. And, and remember, if you have any questions or have any answers for any questions that we never answered... Please write us in, and hope you guys have a great night. Sleep tight. Are we done yet? Oh, (laughs) we are. All right. (laughs) Thanks for listening to What's Going On. If you have any questions that you want partially answered, please write them in to whatsgoingonthepod at gmail.com. No spaces, no apostrophes, no excuses. One more time, that's whatsgoingonthepod at gmail.com, and we hope to hear from you soon. Write and subscribe on any player of choice. Thank you.